Welcome everybody to a special episode of I Love You, I Know. I love you. I love you too, Jen. <laughs> so if you guys are if you guys are watching, you see that Sarah has turned into a man. She's also a foot taller. Her name is John now. <laughs> um, but in actuality, that's not the case. If you guys are listening, uh, this is one of my this is one of my best friends, John. He's going to be the best man in my wedding, actually. Hello. So sorry um, for my voice. I'm kind of sick right now, but that's perfectly fine. Awesome. Just just stay stay on it. Like you know, uh, get it good. You'll oh, baby. You'll be good. You'll you'll be great. Thank you, Kyle. You'll do great. Uh, I believe you in you. I believe in you. I, I believe you, every 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 part of you. I believe in you. <laughs> so the reason that I'm having him on is uh, because I needed somebody else to talk to about Horizon Zero Dawn oh, because it's just so, so good. Yeah. So good. Um, I'm actually kind of, you know, I was a little perturbed because I normally, normally when I play these games, I, I play them with Sarah kind of sitting right next to me. So she kind of gets to <laughs> um, like experience the game mm-hmm. kind of, uh, you know, uh, not playing it but getting to experience it yeah without actually playing it and this is like the only game that we haven't done that with in a long time because she's not with me yeah most of the weeks because so she's dead she died she's not dead i'm sorry (laughs) she's not dead (laughs) no she isn't dead um that that really makes me sad on the inside. I'm sorry. And um, <laughs> it's just the way you said. You know, she she's not with me anymore. I'm like, <laughs> she's not with really? me anymore. Okay. Uh, I got I got to run with it. You gave me. It. Well, I did uh, give it to you, and you went with it, and so I have to I have to I have to just I have to give that to you. Thank I have you. to give that props okay. props. M- moving on. <laughs> Sarah's not dead. Sorry. So, all right. So I wanted to talk to you about Horizon Zero Dawn. Oh so God. you finished it. When did you finish it? Uh, I'm one of those people who okay. I love Final Fantasy. I, I love these big epic games. I love stories, and and so with Final Fantasy, that's a game that for me is an 80-hour game. Mm-hmm. Um, Horizon Zero Dawn. When I finished it, it too was an 80-plus hour game. However, I ended up beating it within about a week, and for me that is ex- well, more like a week and a half. And for me, that's very really? unusual. I was extremely surprised how quickly I beat it uh, after I got it. And you went through all the side quests and everything, I, right? I did pretty much every side quest as I went through, mm-hmm. um, just before the final, final mission, because I knew that it was, this was we're getting the crescendo. This is this I mean, is it, the, it, the big epic. It climax. clearly said you can't go any further once you go here. So yeah, yeah this um, is a point of no return. I had a few little kind of optional extras to finish up, and I want to mm-hmm. just get them done just in yeah. case. Um, and and maybe not really a spoiler alert because most of you folks like looking at trophies too, at least the ones that are easy to get. Um, that you do want to complete the majority of the side quests before you complete the game because there's a trophy for it. Now, yeah. granted, if you don't, it's okay. It's not going to hurt anything because you can. It will reset back to just before the final quest, and you can finish it up there. Right. But for me, I like to kind of experience the story as I'm going through because generally, when I finish a game, that's it. I'm done. Because mm-hmm. again, I just poured 80 hours into this thing. Yeah. So I need a break. I've got a huge log of games I want to play. Exactly. So yeah, so th- what you were saying there is a trophy about there. There's a trophy that says you know if you get all of the, um, uh, y- all of the allies, I think is what it called yeah. called it. So there's different side quests um, that go around, and um, uh, the people that you meet in these side quests will end up you know like liking you. They figure out the kind of person that you are and whatever, and then they yeah. they join you in the final battle. So. Um, and we can, we can get more into that later because I'm sorry I kind of got off on a little tangent. Oh um, yeah, really just talking about how 
how engaging the game is. Yeah. For those of you who haven't tuned out yet, uh, we can give you just a little bit of information before because we really do want to talk about this game. I mean, yeah. It is truly amazing. Um, I mean, if, if you're someone who has enjoyed epic stories, um, you know, RPGs, not necessarily like true, like, because really, I want to talk about the mechanics first, yeah, like yeah. the actual gameplay and how the game They do a very works. good job of weaving the mechanics in with the story and with very likable, enjoyable characters that um, I find myself telling other people, you know, hey, you know, you really should try this. I, yeah. I think you might enjoy it. And it's not just because I liked it, but because I feel like I think you might enjoy it, too. Mm -hmm. um, so for those of you who haven't tried it, you know, go ahead and borrow a copy from a friend, pick up a used copy at GameStop. You know, if you don't feel like paying full price, that's okay. Um, there, there's plenty of reviews out there, you know, online, elsewhere, where you can see scores and, you know, true spoiler-free reviews. It's worth it. I, I will just say it's worth your time to pick it up and give it a try. Yeah. Uh, it's truly. Because us talking about it is not going to give us give it justice no. either. Well, because we are going to try. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I'm going to try. And, but if and you don't um, want the story spoiled, and yeah. it, seriously, this story is very masterfully crafted. And the way that it peels back the layers and reveals it and, and weaves the player in with the character mm -hmm. um, is very well done. And it, it truly is worth your time. Absolutely. Absolutely. So well, said. That, well said. That being said, let's jump into the uh, the fun part. So um, I think I'm going to start with uh, with the tutorial. So the be like the beginning of the game. Because um, I, I had told Sarah when I was talking about because I actually... <laughs> Um, I started the game, and then uh, I thought that the beginning of the game was so compelling that I actually played it over again with her. Yep. So, um, <laughs> so uh, the the way that the tutorial works in this game is just so masterfully crafted, mm -hmm. and so it starts off with um, Aloy is the main character. She's a she's a baby at this point. And her caretaker named Rost is taking her up this mountain, and he's kind of explaining, um, "Oh yeah, there's the Nora, and they were outcasts, and you know, there's these big machines, and they have to be respected." But yeah, blah blah blah. And he's kind of ex he's really explaining to Aloy, even though Aloy doesn't un understand, but. You know, we know who he's talking to. He's talking you know, to us. This is your world, and you, you know little cuts of you know the the creatures that they go by, and you see this beautifully crafted. I mean, they they show you kind of the world they're living in through the the cinematics in the beginning as mm -hmm. he's explaining to this, you know, just kind of talking to this baby. Yeah, and, and and really the whole point of it is, I mean, he's he's taking her up to, uh, you know, the the tribe's kind of naming ceremony and, and kind of giving us this introduction to the world. I mean, th this is just really even scratching the surface. Um, mm -hmm. And you kind of get the, the dynamics of, of what's going to happen in the rest of the game. The, yeah. the story and the conflict, um, you know, how Aloy and Rost are, are outcasts from the tribe. But you don't really know why. And that's going to be a big theme for quite a while in the story. But it's going to be a feelings. big theme. It's going to be a big theme for Aloy the entire time. Oh, absolutely. I mean, everything about that is, it, it all comes back to, okay, here I am as an outcast, and now and now you're accepting me after all of this? You know, it's it's a big it's a big thing of contention with her. But, um, so Ross does this big naming ceremony, mm -hmm. and, um, and so he, uh, after that, it kind of skips forward a little bit. And you see Aloy as a, as a young girl. Yep, maybe like eight or so, give or take. Yeah. 
yeah, really, really young. And that's that's okay for a fast forward. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. Made, made sense. Mm-hmm. And at this point, uh, you she is dealing with being an outcast mm-hmm. at this point. So she's uh, she's confused at why she's an outcast. She's looking at the all of the other uh, children in the tribe and saying like, why can't I? Why can't I converse with you? Why can't I be a kid just like you? And so there's a, you know, that's one part of it. Mm-hmm. And uh, she goes to Ross and she's like, why Why are we outcasts? Why am I outcast? Because she was outcast as a child, as a, as a, as a, as a baby. Yep. And so he tells her that there's this whole thing called the proving, which is uh, if Aloy wins, she actually gets uh, well, uh, a... Kind of what he t- tells her is that um, she's outcast. Th- this particular tribe um, that, that she's a part of, the Nora, um, they are a matriarchal society, mm-hmm. um, and and so part of the problem is that um, for reasons that are unclear to us as character or players, and as Alloy as a character, um, you know, she, she, her mother's not in the picture. She doesn't have right. a mother, um, and and so Rost is kind of her. Uh, I don't know if adopted is the right word, but basically her guardian. Um, but even still, Rost is an outcast. Mm-hmm. And so because of that, she has this stigma of being an outcast and being shunned. And yeah. In fact, that is the way that this tribe, not just in Alloy's case, but you see it through side quests and stories and they explain throughout there. You, a lot of people get outcast. Like That is kind of their really one punishment, it seems like, in their form of judicial system. Is, yeah, it's like, oh, we're just not going to talk to you. Yeah, we're, we're going to kick you out yeah. from the, the safe walls, from these the, the giant machines. Mm-hmm. And, you know, for a month, a, a year, you know, 10 years, you're going to live out on your own away from the protection and the uh, the tribe. Yeah. And, and in this particular world, um, you know, this post, post, post-apocalyptic world. Yeah. I mean, well, we haven't even talked about that yet, but that's, yeah, that's yeah. one of the big things for this game. I mean, when we all saw the trailers... You know, I mean, how many times have we seen like a, a fallout or a, a game where, you know, the world is has, has ended and mm-hmm. it's in ruins and s- society is trying to pick itself up into pieces and it's this very grim, dark world. Yeah. Um, and in this game, it's it's like okay, the world ended, something happened. You know, humankind as we know it is gone. Mm-hmm. Um, and the world has come back. It's sprung back to life. There's green everywhere. Um, there's wild animals. In this case, there's giant mechanical robots for reasons we don't know yet. And people are back, and you know they've developed societies and groups, um, but they really have minimal knowledge of their origins. Right. So that's another part of this game. You're so you're, you're you're flung so far into the future that you've lost everything that made you a human, pretty much. Yeah. The the, the past is this mystical. Uh-huh. Um, oh my God! This had this wonderful technology, but at the same time, you know the, these people were. You know, our past ancestors were heretics because the gods rained fire down. Basically, each tribe has their own mm-hmm. kind of end of the world slash origin story as far as why they're important and why they're following the correct path, which is you know is interesting to see play out. And and Aloy as a character, you know, of course she's been shunned and outcast her whole life, so she has all she's known is what Ross has taught her, which is basically how to survive. Um, it's important to be part of the tribe to, to kind of instill that sense of it's important to help others even mm-hmm. if they don't necessarily show they care about you. Yeah. Which, again, for an RPG, hey, we're all used to side quests, people giving us, here, go do this for me, which works out for the mechanics. Mm-hmm. And this is going to be a really big part of this game. Yeah. The way that they they meld the mechanics in with the gameplay. So as a player, we don't get really too tired or frustrated or burned out, like, oh, I have to go do this again. It's like you've 
you feel part of it mm-hmm. and it's it's yeah. a really enjoyable experience it really is um anyway Aloy has to get no 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 this was good this is really good I love this game I, I consumed it it was yeah. amazing and so you go through this thing where um you know with Aloy you the whole tutorial part of it showing you how to play is with her as a child mm-hmm. so you're actually kind of learning these mechanics with her as a child as if a child were learning how to yep. How to uh, how to shoot a bow and you know avoid, and the, the avoid monsters avoid mortars mon- yeah and um, it, so like that is just so cool you don't find tutorials like that because in a lot of games you know like let's just uh, let's just put you know Nathan Drake out there um, good game fun every game every game kind of gives you a tutorial on what exactly to do but yet. Nathan already knows how to do all this. Yeah, so why are they telling me to go ahead? I think other podcasts and videos have talked about this in their commentary. It's like, mm-hmm. yes, we've, we've seen how to run and jump and shoot and duck before. Yeah. Why are you showing this to me? Right. And, and they don't really, while they give you that tutorial and that explanation, mm-hmm. they don't handhold you and treat you like you're stupid. Yeah. So for if you've played, you know, stealth games like Assassin's Creed before. Mm-hmm. Great. You know, you don't feel like, oh my God, please, why are you making me do this? And if you've never played a game like this before, you know, you still get, because I've watched Anne play it. She hasn't quite gotten as far as we have. Mm-hmm. Um, but she's able to get those tutorial elements because she hasn't played this game type very often. Right. And it doesn't feel like it's pedantic. And but there's still, also different ways that, into yeah. the gameplay. And there's also different ways that you can play this. I mean, you can play this game completely stealth. I mean, me for the for most, the most part. part, yeah. And I've I've tried to do stealth. I mean, you and I did the the silent hunter. You know the you know those uh, that armor set. No, oh, that was so awesome. And which is great because you could just like walk up to enemies and they don't even see you. Because uh, <laughs> as you know, if you uh, if you level them up high enough, but um, you could also play this game as just a fucking tank and just be like, come at me, bro, yeah. and you can live. Eventually, yeah. I mean, yeah. In the beginning, again, tutorial. They do a good job of explaining that everything out there will probably kill you if you fuck with it. It's bigger than you, so you mm-hmm. have to be smart. Yeah. And it teaches you, hey, again, like you're talking about in the tutorial there. Here, if you find its weak point, attack its weak point, you can kill it quicker. Mm-hmm. As opposed to just randomly shoot arrows at it. Yeah, it will go down eventually, but... You know, you're gonna have a longer battle, and the longer the battle goes on, the more chance of other enemies joining in. Yeah. And and there's this thing called the focus that um, that Aloy has on her on her uh, on her temple, mm-hmm. and so you can click R3 to to activate that, and then you can scan different things in your area, including scanning um, uh, the machines, and yep. it'll actually give you its weak points mm-hmm. and things like, oh, this weak point is actually weak against fire. So shoot a fire arrow at it, and it may explode. If you shoot the fuel tank on its stomach, it'll explode into a ball of fire and damage nearby enemies. Well, that's That's good really great. I mean, it's just, oh, yeah. yeah, shit like that. So, um, you know, with that, it's it, it's it's really quite cool. And so as Aloy is, is getting in, is, is learning all this stuff, it gives a cool cinematic mm-hmm. of her training and her coming becoming better and whatnot you know oh she'll trip and fall a little bit and then by by the time that she's ready she's fucking ready and she's gonna be awesome and she she has a goal you know yeah you you, the tutorial gives you just really the bare basic elements Mm -hmm. of the game 
Um, and then it's like it gives you this very motivational pump up. Yeah. You know, like Aloy, if she wants to learn more about who, where she came from, you know, um, if she, the proving is their coming of age ceremony. Mm-hmm. Um, and if she wins, you know, number one in the proving, not just like finishes it, yeah. but like is the top in it, then she can ask for any boon she wants. And she's like, well, my boon is I, she decides as a, a child, I wanted to know who my parents are. Yeah. I want to know where I came from. Yep. A- and so you then get treated to this, this montage of her, you know, kind of fast forward a- as she grows up, you know, hunting creatures and, and going through the wilds and, yeah. and training with Rost. And, you know, you, you see her as she, she grows up with that until it kind of, I guess she's 16, 18 ish. Something of like that. I would think coming of age. I mean, whatever it is for this tribe, that's fine. Um, you know, by that point there, it, it's, it's almost like you've watched, you've heard I, the tiger in your mind, you know, and this is, yeah, you know, I'm, I know this stuff is bigger than me and this world is huge yeah. and things are going to kill me, but you know, I'm, I'm ready. And, and Aloy is ready. Um, and then they let you out kind of into the world as like this brand new creature, more or less mm-hmm. new character, mm-hmm. Aloy, but she's still very green. I mean, she, she knows a little bit about the Nora, but she doesn't know the customs of the tribe. She doesn't know a whole lot and the world as a whole, she's completely ignorant of. Yeah. And so, uh, as a because player. she has she has no Frame she has reference. no connection to the yeah. Nora, so she didn't know things like oh the Karja have come through for years and did these things called red raids where they just snatched up people and put them in a coliseum and killed them. Yeah. And so it's like as, as a player, if you, you choose the dialogue option, say what what are the red raids? It's not a case of well you're an idiot. Um, yeah. Aloy knows even if the player doesn't know. And all the characters she interacts with are, are more or less aware of it because mm-hmm. oh yeah we've heard about this. This hunter huntress that's come out that you know, yeah, and, and then like people be like, it's organic, yeah, and that's great. And people are like, you've what have you been living under a rock? And then she's like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean it's <laughs> like it's so good <laughs> when, when that shit like that happens. <laughs> it's like yeah, but um, that really really pushes the story forward. I think is her not knowing what's going on her not understanding the customs and and everything of these different tribes because she's going to learn it as you learn it so i mean the exploration in the game feels natural feels organic feels very organic it's unlike uh you know i I love assassin's creed i do but you know the last couple ones you know i've got this huge open world and it's like okay it's isn't this person from this place hasn't he heard of these places yes why why does everything literally have a fog of war around it? What's my incentive to collect 500,000 trophies and <laughs> little collectible things? It's like mm-hmm. now there's still collectibles in this one. Yeah. But it's not quite as heavy-handed. Now granted this is the first entry of this type. Mm-hmm. Um I'm from this developer. And and considering this is their first time doing a game like this, uh, they did a good job. Yeah, this is the the developer is Guerrilla Games. There is there's they're a, a Sony first party um, a developer, and they're famous for Killzone. Killzone. Killzone, which is a first person shooter. It's not an RPG. It's not open world. It's completely linear. I mean, and here is a open world third person stealth action RPG, kind of like uh, Shadow of Mordor or Assassin's Creed. Yeah, it's completely um, different than 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 yeah. what and, their pedigree and would say. it off. And I'm, I'm yeah. sorry to everyone out there. I mean, you don't know me. That, that's fine. Uh, and I'm sure I probably sound like a fanboy. Um, I'll own it. I'll live it. 
Okay, I'm not really, but I can. I've played enough games, and I appreciate what they tried to do and what they accomplished. Is it perfect? It's probably not a ten, but it was extremely enjoyable. And I think for how ambitious of a project it was, mm-hmm. they pulled it off. Yeah, and I mean, I'm. I mean, I was telling you the other day. I was like, dare I say it that this is. <laughs> Yep. Dare I say it, this is probably the best game I've ever played. Yep. And that is going up against The Last of Us. The yep. fucking Last of Us, which is, by all accounts, perfect in every way, shape, and form. I mean, just... Uh, uh, hey, I mean, everyone's, everyone's going to disagree about what the best game ever, or the best game they ever played is, mm-hmm. and that's fine. I mean, for me, I will say when I played Final Fantasy VII, again, we'll go with the fanboy argument... Uh, for me at the time, that was the best game I'd ever played. Oh, my God. But at the time, considering what they had done, how ambitious it was, it was amazing. Mm-hmm. There's been a lot of games that come out since then, and I can't compare Final Fantasy VII to later games because you know, the technology is completely different. You're yeah. able to pull off so many new different tricks and, and things. But for right now, considering where we are and, and the, the way that the community has grown and the way you know, the games have grown, I will st- agree. Um, this is probably the best game I've ever played so far. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And it'll definitely be on my, my top five list probably for my life. I mean, mm-hmm. there's a couple ones out there that, okay, yeah, it's out, out of date. The mechanics might get kind of annoying. Yeah. But I really enjoyed it, and every couple of years I pick it up again to play it. This one is going to be up in that category for mm-hmm. me. So once she finishes the proving and all that, you know, all that jazz happens or whatever, there's a huge turning arc in there where she figures out what's what's happening to her and everything. The real and, story starts. Yeah. That's when the real story starts is after is after the proving. So she kind of gets thrust out into the rest of the world at that point. Yep. And um, that's when your side quests start opening up. Um, that's when, you know, you're you're getting like two main quests that you got to work through. Yep. Um, I like that they actually give you two main quests like, oh, there's a quest that you can, you know, go off a little bit this way and you can hit up that quest yep. or you can I go. This you main know. character is important to yeah. st- advance the story or. Mm-hmm. You know, kind of keep searching after the uh, what happened to the world. I mean, you, you actually got—that's a good way to look at it. There's two different stories going on, and that's kind of the, the theme of the game. One is the story that Aloy is dealing with. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, who am I? Yeah. And then the other one is what happened to this world. Yeah. How how did the world get this way? And you know, eventually those stories kind of start intertwining more because Aloy is because she's got this focus because she's able to kind of uh, communicate sort of with the machines mm-hmm. um, which is very unusual for all the folks here you know in this in this world that makes her very special yeah and no one no one's have ever and at the same time it doesn't yeah. like we keep talking about it doesn't feel like it's forced or shoehorned in it feels mm-hmm. very organic I mean how many times we, we've all seen the eagle vision we've all seen you know the oh be able to the scan and look for clues the Batman I mean it's mm-hmm. it's there we're, we're used to the mechanics and sometimes it feels more forced than others. Um, and, and and so it's different because she's the only one with one of these things. She's the only person that knows what's going on. She can why, see why things is she that... So special? Yeah. You'll find out. Yeah. And uh, that that is... Every, every tiny little detail is just masterfully crafted. Yep. You know, like every single thing that you do has a purpose, yep. I think. Um, and side quests are not stupid. I think that every single quest that you have in there really has to do with something. Yeah. You're either helping a specific person or, you know, you're going to have something where, um, 
you know, like something bad is happening that you need to stop. And you know, now that I think about it, you're right. I, there was never, even though the actual objectives might have been kill this, gather that, mm-hmm. go bring this from A to B, um, it never felt that way. Yeah. Because once you got there, it's like, whoa, wait a second, there's more, more to it. Um, and in some cases, I, I, I'm sure we've all experienced this in, uh, in side quests and games. I've already killed 10 of this creature. I've collected things. Oh, now i got to go kill 10 more. Nope. If you've already killed this thing and collected its parts... Great. You can turn you can just pick the quest, you can turn it in right there. Yeah. Done. Which is really awesome. Yep. Um there are some things in there where you have to like get a specific trophy or whatever. Yeah. You know. Yeah. But and that it's not but telling it's you to kill like ten of them, it's telling you like, oh go just kill one. Yep, kill one, kill two of this, yeah. kill three of that, just to prove for this guy, hey, I've done it. Yeah, well, yeah and then the more couple, and then the more that you play, like um there was one time where it was like, Oh, kill kill two uh uh What's the, not the, it's not the Stalker, it's not the Ravager, it's the Sawtooth. Sawtooth. They were like, um, they said, oh, go kill three Sawtooths. And I was like, I've killed like five of those things. Yep. And they're like, oh, but I need the trophy for it. Ah, uh, uh, gotcha. I didn't think okay. about that. I should have kept that shiny so, thing. Yeah. So, but, uh, <laughs> so you got to go kill, kill more Sawtooths. But as the game progresses and as you get better weapons and as you get better armor and everything, everything just seems to get a lot easier as the game goes by. And as, what? as... Yes and no. I mean, you, you've got yeah. Yes and no because you you are you are going up against some it, really really crazy. You eventually reach a, a point. I mean, okay, you've just you finished the proving. You go out into the wide world. Okay, you, you've had some time to hunt the uh, the, the machines that are in that area. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and just for those of you who haven't seen it, you probably already have. All the machines more or less resemble um, like real life animals. Yeah. I mean, um, some of them are, are like. Gazelle and giraffe. Well, not mm-hmm. giraffe. Yeah, actually, yeah, giraffes. Um, horses, hyenas, and even some of them look like dinosaurs. Yeah. And no, they're not all dinosaurs. I, I know some folks have robotic dinosaurs. There's mm-hmm. like two. Yeah, but like still, the Thunderjaw really looks like a it's dinosaur. It's a giant robotic <laughs> Tyrannosaurus Rex. Now, granted, it, when you see it, it's impressive and scary as hell. Yeah. When scary you see is, one of those things, like scary. you do not want to go up against it. No. And it's got a damn disc launcher on its back yeah, that I it mean, can shoot. When, when I mean, you first come across it, at that point there, you're, you're, you know, I'd say maybe a third or halfway through the game. When you yeah. first come across one, you're feeling pretty confident. You've you've, you've leveled up. Creatures, you're you know your mechanics. And then you see this thing, and and yeah, you might decide, ah, oh, I could take that on. Or actually, the first one I tried and it to take will on still was, kill you. It was like a giant robotic buffalo. I'm like, yeah, I got this. I've fought stuff, whatever. The charger. Yep. Yeah. Nope. Did not go well. Yeah. So. You know, it still kind of keeps that. You still stay, you know, cautious and hesitant and realize that, you know, anything in here could kill you if you aren't smart. Yeah. And, um, you know, depending on how you traverse the the map, too, Run, is... Run, um, ride a mount. Yeah. Sneak. Well, that, that, that's the thing. So, like, you can walk by, and there's these different parts where it's like, oh, this is these are where Glintox hang out. Yep. You know, this is where Ravagers hang out. Giant robotic flying birds. Um suck. Yeah, you they, will learn Glenhawks, you will hate Glenhawks, even at the end of the game when you're powerful. They're just annoying as hell. They're annoying as hell because they fly, and you're on the ground. And any time that something can fly, it always has the upper uh, upper hand. Always. And it shoots you with ice. They're fucking dicks. Yep. It's not insurmountable. I mean, you will pick up various yeah. weapons and tools to use, and... All throughout the game, you can either go brute force and just shoot arrows and bombs and stuff, mm-hmm. or you can use your tools to lay traps. You can use a rope caster yep, to, you to know, tie, you down. tie it down. Yeah, but which is the only way to damn it. Even still, take out a storm they're rock, annoying as fuck. 
And feel free to edit that out. I don't know if you can say fuck in your channel. Yes. Fuckity fuck fuck. Woo. Woo. Anyway. <laughs> but it's just uh, with that as well, um, I, I feel like each individual quest is something new. Yes. Like you're doing kind of the same things. But they don't feel the same. But they don't feel the same. It feels fresh. Like every single one of them. And part of that is as you're going through this world, um, you're treated to different environments. Mm -hmm. Like when you first start out, it, it's kind of, uh, you know, wintry and icy and, and like, uh, you know, you got trees and forests and stuff. Mm -hmm. And then you get out to another area and There's it's like great plains. Yeah, it's like the areas, great plains. Yeah. And you get another area and it's all desert and mm -hmm. uh, jungly areas. Yeah. And, and it's like, okay, well, where the hell are we? Yeah. Again, that's part of the, the exploration of the story. Where are we? How did this happen? And it's revealed in pieces as you, mm -hmm. as Aloy with this ability to, to yeah. read machines and, and touch this ancient advanced technology. She's able to, you know, see vi glimpses yeah. of the past recordings that were left behind. And you actually kind of, as a player explore and see, Oh, I know where this is. I, this is so cool. And the crazy thing is too, is that these areas, because of what's going on in that, in that universe, mm -hmm. um, the, the weather that matches up in that area today doesn't match what it's mat what it, what it's doing there. there. Like you, um, the area around Meridian. Okay. Yes. So there is an area like to the, uh, to the east of that, which is kind of that arid desert type of area. It's accurate-ish. I mean, but then as you go a little bit to the east, I mean, a, a little bit to the west of Meridian, you're finding the same type of topology, yet in a jungle. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Okay, I'm following you there. So it's like, oh, well, you know, it doesn't look like a jungle, but it does now. Because of what's happening. It's post-apocalyptic. The world has ended. The world has come back. It's regrown. Mm -hmm. um, and That's kind of what I... Cool. So I, I think that, you know, we've, we've touched on... We've touched on questing. We've touched on mechanics. Mm -hmm. um, I think that we can touch on kind of like what makes this game really like what wraps it up in the end. And for so... For me, that was story. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, story... Absolutely. Without the, it, this game would be just... A really good playing game. Yeah, the, the character development. I mean, it's it's you've got some kind of choose your own dialogue options. Mm -hmm. They're not your uh, Dragon Age or Mass Effect type choices right. where they they change the story all that much. Um, the story kind of goes. It's, it's it's pretty much the way that you want to uh, how you, you want approach the situation. Yeah, I mean, so it's how it's you kind want of, Aloy to react. Yeah, it, it, it's kind of halfway between Uncharted, where everything's fully fully scripted and you're kind of watching a movie just about and, and partway it's like a mass effect where you, it's you're choosing what happens and your yeah. consequences yeah, so yeah. you're kind of choosing how the movie plays out mm -hmm. and how your character Absolutely. reacts now people react to you and that's it's very fun and enjoyable without feeling like oh i, I chose the wrong choice i missed something i'm not going to mm -hmm. get this cool reward because i need to go look up what's the best option to choose just choose whatever feels right for you yeah and and it uh, choose how you feel aloy would respond and sometimes it's fun to go back and change those choices yeah and you you get and the way that the story is given to you is just I, I I can't tell you how awesome it is to just 
experience that story unfold. Absolutely. I mean, I, I, I mean, I like, I want to talk about it, but I don't because yeah, no. it's just we, we so said this good. Was be a, a spoiler. I know well, I did that. I said it was going to be spoilery, but I just and you don't. Can, you can even cut out I the part about the, you know, saying the location because that's really the only spoilers we've given so yeah. far. But so I mean, you find out that there's this huge that there was this huge cataclysmic event that was caused by humans that ended up just destroying the entire Earth. Yep. And I mean, that's no spoiler. It's kind of a we've seen this theme in plenty of games before, right. and it's not really spoiling anything because you kind of figure out because you see ruins of humanity. This obviously takes place on Earth. Something happened, and you know we probably did something to cause it. Not and to say that humankind is going to destroy. Every game is going to be a little bit political. Mm-hmm. This game manages to touch those topics without being heavy-handed political. I know we've all played those ones where it feels like oh. I love the Anno series, and mm-hmm. the last one was the tycoons versus the, you know, ecologists, and it's like, yeah. okay, this feels way too political. Mm-hmm. This game does not do that. It yeah. gives you the story. It doesn't really talk too much about. It, it's about people, mm-hmm. people interactions with each other. Because when you're fighting, when when you're literally in the situation that they are in, at the end of all of their lives, there is no point but to work together against this common, you know, this common this common quote-unquote enemy that they have Um, because you figure out that there is a team that's put together of people all around the globe trying to fix this issue or give not exactly fixing the issue but to at least give a give an out give a solution you know something that may you know we may not make it we are probably all going to die but we're going to work to try and get humanity to to we're to gonna, live we're gonna after us. We're, we're going to save the world. We're going to save the world. Yeah. That is just yeah. really really cool. And I just I I can't bring myself to really <laughs> to really really spoil I just I, can't I do it. it. Which why it's so much fun. I mean, we, we talked about we want to do this podcast, this this video for a while and mm-hmm. Grand, I beat the game pretty quickly. Uh, Kyle, because of, of school and, mm-hmm. and all the traveling back and forth and getting ready for the wedding and stuff, you know, he's had to kind of space out his playing. And he, as of this video, um, he just beat the game like two days ago. Yeah. Um, where I've had it beaten for like a month. Right. And so when Kyle would come up to me and he'd be like, oh, my God, when this thing happened, it was so amazing. I'm like, I know, right? Yeah. So Kyle, Kyle would say, oh, the story, it's so deep. Oh, my goodness. I'm like, you just scratched the surface. I know. It's amazing. You're gonna love it. I came. Like, I, I came to you. I came to you a couple of weeks ago, and I was like, I was like, oh my god, the Pharaoh Corporation was behind everything. And you're like, yeah, you're. you're okay. Get on my level, bro. It was like that. <laughs> Not you know? so rude, but yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> yeah. It, but that's again going back to the story, how layered and masterfully, and as you go through it, just the way it unfolds. The way that it unfolds organically is just and as you, you beautiful. It, and, and Aloy understands what's going on, but she knows she doesn't know everything, and she knows there's more to the puzzle, so she keeps digging. And still at the end, she still doesn't know everything. True. She still doesn't know exactly what's happening. So if you haven't gone ahead and done all the side quests and done everything, you know, for, for, for you as a player, go ahead and jump back into the game, and you can pick right up right where you left off. In fact... Uh, I encourage you to do so after you beat the game because you actually get a little bit more cinematic too. Mm-hmm. Um, and I really do hope they make a sequel to this game. I, yeah, I do. And considering well, how successful at it the, was at the end, the end credits. So you you saw the cinematic at the end, right? I saw the cinematic from the end credits, and I saw the cinematic when I started the game back up after beating it. Yes. Yep. So that's what I was talking about. There. 
So um, that's what I'm saying. Please, without me spoiling it too much, I don't know if it'll spoil anything. I don't want to accidentally. They they're definitely making another one. Yeah, it sets it up perfectly. Yeah. Now, granted, the game, like uh, so many others, might never get made, but considering the success, mm-hmm. I, I mean, I this think sold this sold a good amount. I think I think it raked in the money. I, I think I haven't looked at numbers. But right I'm right sure they right now, I think it's sitting at 2.6 million units. Okay, that's pretty damn good. I mean, well, especially for a brand new IP, like a brand a freaking new IP. Exactly. I mean, <laughs> now we're never going to get up to Uncharted four numbers, which is something like eight point five million. But it's Uncharted, but again, and it's also Naughty Dog. People just look at that logo and they say, "They're all oh, I'm going to fucking buy that shit." Well, at, at the same time, I mean, when the first Assassin's Creed came out, it, I have no idea how well it sold. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm looking at it as a very similar type of response, where this is the first time they did this. Um, and again, if I'm wrong, please. Please tell me, and I, I'm okay if I'm wrong. Um, you know, the mechanics from Assassin's Creed 1 to Assassin's Creed 2 were very similar, but this was their first time doing it, so it was very much like a stealth genre kind of game. Yeah. Um, and then 2, it's like, wait, this was good. Uh, let's go ahead and do more mm-hmm. because of how popular it was. And I, yeah. I fully see them doing that with this one. Yeah. And they came out with something they wanted to try. This is their proof of concept. Will it work? Can we do this type of game? And they I think did. that they succeeded. People loved it. I think they succeeded in all aspects of that. I really do. It was really, really quite awesome. Yeah. And yeah. which is why I wanted to talk about it. I wanted to get I want people to go out there and I want them to buy this game. Yeah. I want them to play this game. Buy the game, borrow the game from a friend. I mean, now that Kyle's be moving back to Orlando, we're looking forward to doing a, a game sharing so we don't mm-hmm. have to necessarily each buy every copy of every game. Yeah. Does that mean that, you know, one of us might not get the DLC? Speaking of which, if you if you're getting this game used or secondhand or borrowing from a friend, don't worry about the DLC. Um, the extra add-ons that you get, you won't. It won't hurt you not to have yeah. it. You'll get some an extra bow that you'll get. You'll buy anyway. Mm-hmm. You just won't start with it. Yeah. Does it hurt anything? No. You'll be fine. Yeah. And it's it's worth it no matter what. And I'm going to keep saying that over and over again. It's worth it. And mm-hmm. I, I tell other folks about it who yeah. are gamers. Who I mean, maybe haven't played it. They they didn't they didn't really catch the videos of it. Right. I mean, the, the initial videos when it came out. Of course, it caught my interest. I'm I'm a huge sci-fi buff. Mm-hmm. Um, I also, as a kid, I love dinosaurs. I mean, what yeah. what kid didn't? And I also this? didn't think that I was going to get into this because I was think I was thinking that this was kind of going to be more towards that high fantasy type of deal. Mm-hmm. But when I'm sitting there, like, oh wait a minute, this is all grounded in like shit that could actually happen. You know. Speaking of which, the uh, the person that they modeled Aloy's character after mm-hmm. um, was actually. Egrid from Game of Thrones. No shit, really? Seriously. Oh, I didn't know that. Yep. And it's actually in one of the interviews they talked about it. And if looking back after the fact, it's like totally the red hair, the personality. I can see where they came from with yep. this. Totally get that. Yep. She's a wonderful character. She is. She's just a great character. Gush, 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 gush. I know. Fanboy. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm not going to. I'm not going to say. I'm. I said at the beginning of this. This may or may, I mean. Dare I say it? It's the best game I've ever played. Yeah. It's really, really good. I mean, and I'm hard on shit. And if you don't, if there's it, games it, that I've started. And if, I'm like, if you fuck don't it. like it, or you decide that this, you're not interested in this gameplay type. You know, you're not interested in the uh, the stealth mechanics or the Assassin's Creed or Shadow of Mordor or or, or Batman: Arkham Asylum. You know, those those genre games. Okay, that that's totally cool. For me, that was a draw for this game. For you, it might not be. Mm-hmm. And there's plenty of good games out there that. You know, the mechanics, yeah. I, I just don't have the patience or I don't find that gameplay enjoyable. Yeah. And I might miss out on something. So if you miss out on it, you know, it's okay. Yeah. 
I'm not going to hold it against you. I'm not going to say, oh, my God, you're an idiot. What's wrong with you? You Mm -hmm. need to play this game. No. But I do encourage you to give it a try and pick it up. And uh, at the very least, watch some Let's Plays or something. It's people playing it. Yeah. Or maybe just watch the highlight moments of the, the videos. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Lose a little bit of the story because the way it unfolds. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it was good. I'm really, I'm really, really excited to see what what um, what Gorilla is gonna do. Yeah. Continuing on. I'm, I'm both excited and scared because yeah. that whole sequel. There's always expectations for yeah. a sequel. Everyone wants to be bigger than the and that's usually what happens. They try to make it bigger than the last one. It's mm. like, don't focus on size. They just need to give us, they just need to give us that, everything that they did before and just tweak the little, tweak the little issues. That's I, all you need to do. Just I give me the same. I Assassin's Creed. I really did. I liked two, three, most of the ones I played, even the ones other folks didn't like. But once we got to the last couple where it's just this huge, gigantic world of yeah. side quests. Now, I, I love the investigation stuff, but and it, there's even investigation in this one mm-hmm. using using Aloy's focus. Yeah. But it, there was just so yeah. much. And the Too world much. was so large. It's like, what's my incentive to go do anything besides well, even the main story? It's like, yeah. I feel like I need to do more, but I don't want to. There's yeah. just. I, I, I feel like they, they did a good balance with Horizon Zero Dawn. Yeah. I agree. Totally agree. All right, everybody. Yep. Well, this was our. Kind of review, kind of spoilery, not but but not really. <laughs> um, <laughs> review of of Gorillas Horizon Zero Dawn. This is a PS4 exclusive. Go out and buy this thing. Seriously, we Horizon cannot we cannot tell you enough to go get this thing and yes. experience it for yourself. It will not disappoint. Yep. So until next time, tune in uh, tune in Mondays. At noon for regular episodes of I Love You, I Know. I love you. And tune in on Tuesdays at noon for GameCube Redux. And we will see you guys next week. Hey, guys. Thanks for watching. And if you want to subscribe, you should click over here. If you want to watch the latest episode of I Love You, I Know, click right here. If you want to see our latest video, click right here. And if you want to see our latest Let's Play, click right here. If you're listening on MP3, 